0: So I don't have to open a fucking
1: anymore hey, we're getting fucked up today, guys. Yeah. My uh, crush orange crush mm. anybody remember C plus you remember C plus I don't know <laughs> it'd be funny if that I was a thing. <laughs> Yikes!
0: <laughs> no, never seen C. You but, know, uh,
1: never seen C plus. It's like the discount crush.
0: I thought, crush was the discount crush. <laughs> like no. I, I guess it's the only orange pop. I don't know. I I always thought like the crush because these, these come in that two four with the cream soda that changes your entire anatomy into pink. They got the orange Yo, the root beer. That's blessed. Oh, cream it, soda. It is fucks. delicious. Cream it is delicious. Fucks. Speaking of actually. The weirdest combination that I can think of. Brittany has this new drink that she found. It's a uh, five-cent sour, uh, sour vodka drink, and I, I, okay. I drank it. I, that's what it's called. It's a weird-ass name, but uh, <laughs> when I drink it, it it tastes like the a perfect harmony be- between an orange crush and a cream soda, where like somehow they they meet together. Orange creamsicle. Yes. Yes, I guess similar to it, but with a little bit more cream soda to the taste. Mm. But it's, it's probably the best drink I've ever had. It's m- my drink of the summer. Like going full, full Chet Hanks, white boy summer coming coming out. White boy but, summer. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the orange crush reminded me of it.
1: Holy, how was your uh, how was your week today? Oh, your been... week today. Your week this week.
0: <laughs> this fucking guy almost as tired of them. Right. Busy, 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 busy. Just stuff, like, uh, wife's back to work for a little bit, because we were (laughs) running low on money, so... Yo, I feel you. Yeah, so, uh, getting used to, uh, the the nighttime with the girls myself, because the one kid's still breastfeeding, so, doesn't work on me, and she does not take a bottle, so we're playing (laughs) with that, luckily she eats like a maniac, like, uh, she had half a burger today. Oh, damn. Eight months old. (laughs) (laughs) So... Killing busy, it.
1: busy week. I, um, Bonnie Henry, our uh, lovely public health officer lady, uh, extended, BFFs. she extended the uh, health orders were for uh, the restaurant situation that I'm dealing with, and uh, so my hours are gonna be shortened still for longer. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm feeling you on the uh, money's tight situation. So um, not a fan.
0: That, uh, I'm really that, over this, but that ketchup shortage is that affecting our industry too? Because I heard it's in the States. Because Plus what? Ketchup shortage. Yeah, because of uh, I think it's just specifically Heinz, but because of Because nobody's going into restaurants anymore. They don't have they're not just doing the squirt ketchup on their their condiments But uh or on their food, but when they get order takeout Pretty much you always get ketchup with it the little packets. So that's has gone like ten times what it normally is so now they're running out of the packets And they're charging, like, double and triple the price for restaurants to get those packets. Interesting. Is that happening here, or is that just a state's thing?
1: It may or may not be happening here. The thing is, in my restaurant, we don't give ketchup in packets. Um, We have, like, little portion cups, and we... Squirt yes. ketchup from a bottle into that and give
0: you the portion cut. That's exactly what I thought. Like, why would you not just, like... Just do that every it's, time. It's the same as selling a, <laughs> selling a root beer in a bottle or buying the full thing of syrup and selling 200 of them for the same price as a bottle. Yeah, we definitely buy bulk ketchup, so we don't yeah.
1: <laughs> do it. But I, that saw,
0: I saw that. I didn't know if it affected us as well. That's interesting. I feel like that's definitely a McDonald's
1: thing. McDonald's, yeah. McDonald's has, uh, you know, the fucking little Heinz ketchup packets, yeah. but... I don't know. Um, work for me this week is pretty uh, fucking boring. You know, working at a restaurant is generally pretty fun when <laughs> there's like next to nobody in the restaurant because <laughs> of the rules and uh, all the rules I have to enforce are really stupid and I'm not passionate about them. You have to be king asshole. It's a really tough I'm Okay, let's backtrack. Is it a tough job? <laughs> I'm not going to stand next, sit next just, to a construction <laughs> worker and say my job's tough. I, I just flip it the fact
0: you're about to start with. It's a tough job. No, nobody comes in the restaurant. I have to sit by the phone. I just stand the phone there. Is also my cell phone. I can't greet
1: anybody if no one comes in. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's a tough job. But
0: it is a boring fucking job yeah. when there is nothing to do oh. and you're just standing there like... Honestly, any any nine to five. If you're busy for one hour out of the eight hours, it's it doesn't matter how much you're getting paid. That job sucks. It just sucks for that day, no matter what. Because faking working, much shittier than working working. Because <laughs> like the second somebody comes by, you gotta you gotta be in the right mode to just pretend that you're doing something. Oh no, I'm just cleaning this. There's nothing to do. You're just faking it for eight hours. That's that's a good point.
1: Um, Football this week, football was pretty good. Uh, The only thing that pissed me off was um, we did a tackling drill tonight and it was like simple drill, gauntlet for any football guys that remember. So the it's you, you did it back in the day. You got the ball, there's like three three lines, and there's a defender at each line. Yeah. You've got to run as a ball carrier, you gotta try and beat all the defenders and get there. As the tacklers, if you make the tackle, you come to you get out of the yeah. line, and that ball carrier goes to the back and the cycle continues. Yeah. But man, there was just so many softies. And I'm like, <laughs> I was getting frustrated. And I started yelling bad coaching tips. And I'll explain what I mean by <laughs> that in a second. I have been there. But
0: basically...
1: <laughs> 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 but like... <laughs> do better! But like, the thing that was frustrating me was, you know, if you go in and you make a bad tackle, it's whatever. We can work on it. That's fine. But it's when you, like, you come in and you, like, miss. And you're like, damn. And then you stop and you just, like, turn around and watch and see what everybody else is doing. You're like, oh, is he going to get him? That kills me. Yeah. Like you need to, if you lose, if you say you totally ate shit and you fell on your face, get your ass up and go chase him down because yeah. it's not Make over yet. It. it is not over yet. Why do you just quit? And guys just quit on themselves. And I'm just sitting there. like, I was getting frustrated because I'm just looking for someone to have the kill switch. Somebody to just have it in their head that, you know, there's a fire in there that they want to compete. And I'm just like, I'm just seeing so many missed shitty tackles and now I'm at the point where like I'm yelling shit like if you if the guy's got him and they're wrestling and he's holding him there by the ankles and the guy's just standing there doing nothing fuck him up <laughs> like he's like I don't want to hurt him it's my team we ain't got no fucking season <laughs> fuck him up playing, he's got time. what game are you saving yourself for there ain't no season bro but I'm just like fuck him up,
0: and the other coaches are
1: like,
0: down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, no. like, that's how I got out of the gauntlet. Like my whole game plan was miss the first tackle. Know that he's gonna try and make a move, but he's no longer looking at me, and I can get him. Like even if he's a he's bigger than me, he's not gonna see me now.
1: Right. And like there was another guy too. You know we're talking about like wrapping your legs so he can't come. And just keep dragging you. And what happens is, dude, he tackles him. He's holding onto his legs, and he's just getting dragged. And I'm like, yo. It's called a gator tackle. If you have a leg, start rolling your body and they'll fall over. We don't wanna hurt each other's legs. And it's like, <laughs> I get, to, you know, I understand nobody wants to hurt their own team, especially cause like, it's just practice. Yeah. But the fact that nobody was even trying to push it, like if I have to be like, hey guys, guys chill, chill, chill. Like we're all on the same team here. You don't have to fuck each other up. That's what you're supposed to be doing. I know that we're in a good place. When it comes time for competition and I can let the dogs go, the dogs are hungry. Yeah. But if I'm sitting there and you're like, guys, there's food. Go get it. <laughs> if I have to do that, that tells me that you're soft. And it was so frustrating. I'm just sitting there like...
0: <sighs> and I'm mad. I'm going to be here all day <laughs> watching this.
1: <laughs> I'm so mad. And then the thing was, too, is we have... A, there's a guy on the team. He's a smaller dude. Um... He doesn't start, so he gets you know disrespected by the by a lot of the people on the team because he's like, oh, it's just fucking this guy, right? And he was having a hell of a practice. He's a lineman, D lineman, um, and at the very end of one of the plays before we uh, broke, um, he was trying to make a tackle, but the guy wasn't going down, and there was like it was like kind of like a you know everybody was in on it, yeah. and the coach is like, all right, break, 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 stop, 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 because like it's over. Well, he's trying to stop, but the running back's still wrestling, trying to get off get him off, and it's like, sing, stop, and then like, okay, he finally stops, and then the running back's like shoved his head into the dirt. And he's all pissed off, like, he sit stop, man. And so they break and they go over. <clears throat> and I go over to the the offensive guy, the running back. I'm like, hey, listen. You know that shoving you're doing there? Keep it up. Fuck that guy. And this is what I, this is what I mean. <laughs> If <laughs> We need <laughs> yeah. competition. And yeah. if no one's willing to start a fight for their job, if no one's willing to compete for what they got to mm. do, they ain't going to make it. You got to be willing to yeah. fight for what you want. And in football, it's not like other sports. Sometimes it actually comes to hands. Yeah. I've never been a fighter. I've never thrown hands intentionally. We've talked about this except for that one time. But <laughs> when it comes to football, if you're not at least willing to throw hands what are you doing here? Like, you need to have fire.
0: You gotta be talking shit, you gotta be ready to back it up. And I don't even mean- You gotta go the mile.
1: I don't even mean the defensive players, the offense too, if you're not willing to shove people into the dirt and run their ass over, you can't play offense because that's what offense is. Yeah. Offense is showboating. That's (laughs) that's the entire reason that you're an offensive player. In offense, you have to have the desire to embarrass the person in front of you. Whether it's a ball carrier where you just run them over or run around them, make them look stupid. Or as alignment and literally physically put a man in the dirt. You have to have the will to embarrass somebody like that or else you're going to get abused. And so he was like confused at first at what I mean. I was like, the more you push at him, the more you tick him off and get him going the more that fire gets bigger and bigger and bigger and he's gonna compete more. And when he competes, then you compete. And when they both compete, they actually get better. And yeah. they're not just pussyfooting through practice.
0: 100%. After
1: the fact too, I went over to the other guy, the defensive guy, I was like, listen, you just got pushed in the face there, you're pissed off, I can tell. Put a pin in it, yeah. remember that. You don't have to act out between. You know, after the whistle, you can let it go for now because practice is probably over. But you'll be back next week. Yeah. You remember what he did. You know he gets the ball a lot. Next time you see him in the hole, now you remind him. Hmm. You remind him of what he did last week and that 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 won't happen again. You won't let that happen to you again. And if you, say you lose again, now you've got something to work towards. You're <laughs> bringing the heat every time.
0: <laughs> you- you keep losing, though. Maybe switch sides. Maybe switch sides. Maybe go to a new position, because this guy's going to keep following me. I just told him to. So. But the
1: thing was, is he was getting so pissed off, he was actually making tackles sideline to sideline in our yeah. running drill, and I'm just like, is anybody else going to play defense, or is it just this guy?
0: Yeah. I'm like... That's what you need. You need pissed off people. That's It's glory on offense, guts on the defense. You I mean, have to just hit people and hurt people. Yeah. I was,
1: that. I was just getting so mad, and I was like, man, if you it's not even just like a football topic. If you want to be a competitor, if you want to be good at something, you've got to have the killer instinct to win. You have to actually want it. And that wanting it sometimes is at, you know, the downfall of whoever you're competing against. Yeah. And if you're not willing to hurt the people that you're competing against, in the sake of competition, yeah. <laughs> we're not, not Tony Harding people over here. No, 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 like, no. If you're not willing to you know actually go for it, if you're, if you're being too friendly, it's not going to work. It's just not a thing.
0: Yeah, you got to believe in yourself enough to let everybody else know.
1: I'm, I'm all fired up right now. That just got me fired up. Speaking yeah. of sports, fucking Jake Paul. Ooh. The GOAT. I think the he's the guy. best boxer there is in the world right now. All isn't those he? comments, there's so <laughs> many people making that comment right now and shit. And I'm just like. Okay, <sighs> here's the thing. Here's my take Jake Paul won cool, whatever. Honestly, I think he deserved to win. And the reason my, my reasoning is look how much time he spent in the gym. He's been working hard. I'm not going to discredit because it's not like he like, cause like, who did you fight first? He fought Deji like a couple years back. Yeah. He's been training for that fight. Like when, when he started training for that, he's been training boxing since then till today. Yeah. I respect the grind. I know. I still think he's a fucking loser. But I respect the grind enough to know that he's been busting his ass off, yeah. sweating, bleeding, getting head trauma. <laughs> he's been doing his thing, grinding this for the last, I think it's been like four years now,
0: yeah. I read. He's, yeah, he's been boxing for three and a half years or so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he he's in shape. He's been training for this. Ben Askren looked fat. He didn't give a fuck. And all of his training videos were a joke.
0: You, you Whether- see the picture of Ben Askren when he weighed in? Yeah. You put that shit right beside Tom Brady, and you really see how big of an anomaly Tom Brady was. Because <laughs> <laughs> those bodies are supposed to get knocked out in the first round, and they're not supposed <laughs> to be the greatest athlete of all time. <laughs> like, I get that he was getting paid, and that he did what he had to do,
1: and that he wasn't trying to impress anyone. He just, like, was coming to take some money, and if he won, he won, cool. But he clearly didn't give a shit either no. way. That's cool. I'm not hating on him for that. I'm not even going to ride the boat of it was a conspiracy or not. No. It's just like the thing that really <laughs> got me was how Jake Paul's over here crying like he won a fucking title. <laughs> like, yeah. dude. Well,
0: so so I I watched, I listen to a lot of uh, Impulsive, Logan Paul's podcasts. Yikes. So no wonder you're an idiot. Oh, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, I, I listen to millionaires talk. So <laughs> like this dude just boxed nobody and knocked him out in 20 seconds for 65 mil. Like I'll t- I'll try and listen to somebody else's opinion. <laughs> yeah,
1: listen to but uh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> My but uh, sounds.
0: so w- for Jake Paul, so like you were saying, his training, he he went back to back training camps, basically right after the Nate Robinson. He was trying to get, he was trying to get the other fight, I can't remember, I think Dylan Danis, but then uh, ended up going with uh, with Ben Askren and just jumped straight into the training camp right away. And he, he like, he obviously, he's going full into it. You can see by his body and what he did, he's fully boxing now. He's in shape. And everybody's, every clowning him, oh, you beat up a wrestler, oh, you beat up a pro athlete. It's like, well, you said that he couldn't beat up a YouTuber. Like, he's a, he's a YouTuber. And you're saying like, oh, well he's gotta beat somebody even better. Everybody's saying, oh, he's gotta fight Conor McGregor, he's gotta fight Tyron Woodley, he needs to fight uh, like a professional boxer. It's like, so you're saying he's a professional boxer. You like, I don't know if you realize that all your shit talking is just comparing him to the greats. You're saying that he's in the same level as these guys at the top, and that's that's the only way he can get credit, is if he can be one of the best. That's a pretty good accomplishment by him. He's slow. He's had three professional fights, and he's probably made hundred and something million off three professional fights that didn't last any time. Nate Robinson, he knocked him out extremely fast. He toyed with him because the guy didn't know how to box. Then Ben Ben Askren, even like oh, I think yeah he was faster. Yeah. He cut cut the time down like by half. Yeah. So. His he, first he fight, everything. honestly,
1: he probably would have knocked Deji out, like, I think he did win by knockout, but he would have won way earlier, It considering how much experience he has now. Yeah, yeah That was his first fight, he didn't, I don't think he really knew exactly what he was getting into when yeah, he first started.
0: That that's the thing, is, right now he's, he's a professional boxer, he's, he's at the level of professional boxer, but like, real quick backstory for why he was crying, uh, a big part of why he was crying is, uh, his... His longtime security guy, that's been with him forever, his n- nickname is Shadow. He died a week beforehand. Mm. Like they were, they were all hanging out, and then uh, he just passed out, had a heart attack, died. Just middle of nothing. That's crazy. And then, or like two or three weeks ago, uh, a girl put out allegations that uh, he sexually assaulted her. Apparently, it's not true. That so from what everything that we've seen or that they've said nobody really knows but it came out like three weeks before the fight yeah so he's he's had all he's had a lot of emotion going into it and everybody said he's fighting an MMA fighter this guy's gonna kick his ass prove everybody wrong prove that he's just a youtuber and then he goes beats his ass immediately so he's like that's a lot of emotion that he expelled right there This kind of this was proving that he was good somehow the goalposts get moved at the end every time but yeah see the thing is, is
1: I don't think he's a bad boxer. And, you know, I listened to Joe Rogan talk about it because I respect, especially in the fighting world, I respect yeah. Joe Rogan's opinion. If Joe Rogan's going to tell me that he's got some technical ability, I'm going to listen. Because mm. <laughs> he definitely knows more than I do. Yeah. And, you know, Joe Rogan didn't really have anything negative to say about it either. So I'm just like sitting there, well, if he's putting in the effort, he's putting in the time, the grind, and he's actually doing stuff that's decent like he's actually like got skills
0: i can't say he's not a fighter and and the big thing with him too is that the reason everybody hates him is because that's how he makes money he he's not an asshole he literally Mm. was talking about it he talks about it all the time that every time he go to a press conference with ben he wouldn't say anything so he had to go over and above to make people care like same as logan paul calling out mayweather like if you actually listen to any of his podcasts he's like He's a very self-centered, he like understands things pretty well, but he's fighting Mayweather so now he has a chance to actually be himself, whereas all his other fights he has to hype it up to get the money.
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to back that up.
0: <clears throat> back that up for a second. Hmm.
1: For this particular promo, yeah, he's kind of have to pull the, the, both of these guys, you know, they got to pull the Conor McGregor card, you know, they have to go in there, they have to talk all the shit to get people to care about the fight, hype it up. Well, yeah. But people have not liked the Paul brothers for a lot longer than just their boxing careers. Yeah, for as like, long as
0: they've been making money. But well, that's, they've been that's making been...
1: money for a long time because that's how YouTube works. But their decisions have been despicable. Their actions are questionable. Their character, pretty questionable as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you're trying to tell me that he's a you know a down to earth guy and he's the same dude that put someone's suicide on YouTube. Yeah. Doesn't he's, really line up.
0: Yeah, if you take one thing.
1: That's not I'm, one thing. Like, I can go through a long list of things, but these guys are... There's a reason why Logan Paul has to do the podcast and he doesn't do YouTube anymore. Because he's been kicked off because he's despicable.
0: Sure. We, we can move on because this is going to be... This is an argument <laughs> of us that we don't know the guy. We, we don't know him. We, he He's obviously made dumb things. He's obviously done good things as well. Because well, otherwise, he would still be man.
1: there. If you want to be nice about it, you can say he's a smart businessman. Because they both are. They've got more money I'll probably ever
0: see in my whole life in a day. <laughs> he he threw more ones than I ever saw. After his fight, he was throwing out ones everywhere. I'm like, oh, that's more than I got. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't, I would not I wouldn't, I wouldn't ride the good
1: guy train. But anyways, um, yeah, seeing Ben Askren just kind of like take the
0: flop and walk, I was like, man. This guy was playing yeah. us. He the didn't give the a thing shit. that I didn't like is uh, I didn't like the ref because there's no there's no like ten count. There was no nothing. It was just kind of like, hey, let's calm down. Let's like like he really wanted to look at him and immediately he shows a little sign. oh we're gonna call it? This is boxing. All they do is get head trauma and keep going. Like that's the whole that's the game. Like you you shouldn't need to pause it the second the guy gets dropped. So that was kind of suspect that they let him let him go. And then the big one that I I kind of I couldn't get over was uh, Tyron Woodley. He was like, after the fight and everything, he's talking all this shit about Jake Paul and saying how he fought Ben Askren and like, this didn't mean anything. If you step in the ring with me, I'll fuck you up. All this stuff. <laughs> but it's like, you dropped Ben Askren on his head and then punched him like 12 times on the ground, dead face, you didn't knock him out. Jake Paul just knocked him out. How are you talking shit about the guy that did what you couldn't do? Like, you lost to him. You lost to the guy that he just beat up. Like, yes, you, you could probably beat him up in an octagon. There's all this shit, but give him his flowers. Like, he just beat the guy that beat you. Like, what the yeah. fuck are you talking here? I I was also kind of like sitting there
1: thinking about all the people that are now like going off on Twitter that are like, I want to fight him. I want to fight him. I want to fight him. It's like, shut up. You just want his money
0: like yeah. you only want to fight him because you're not going to make any money anywhere else. Yeah. That's the same as the like, the Conor McGregor like you were saying. Like once Conor got big, people people were like, "Okay, I want to try and fight him. I want to try and copy what he's doing."
1: Yeah. There's a lot of money there. Yeah. Um
0: speaking of a lot of money too, uh Super League, did you hear about that? I I saw the little bit and I, <laughs> the only thing I really saw was uh LeBron James buys into a soccer team immediately a Super League is formed. Is that
1: actually
0: happened. yeah he he bought into a team and then I think all this started out. I don't team? know I don't know if he's part of owner of any of the ones in the Super League. Uh-huh. I think it was just uh, they found a good uh-huh. way to make fun of it. <laughs> uh-huh. But I yeah I saw it a little bit and I'm like this is like the little bit that I know of it is like the top teams Man U, Liverpool, mm-hmm. all of them pull together make their Super League and what and then this way they don't have to share the revenue that cuz they create most of the revenue for soccer they don't have to share it with the lower teams anymore they only they all have their money their cap everything themselves and i feel like this is what every sports league is doing really cuz like i think we had, we had talked about it a lot with uh in our group chats about how like boxers mma like once you get to the top and like you, you kind of feel like you're at the top and you're worth a certain amount You'll duck the hard fights and you'll you'll, you'll duck like people that you you aren't You don't want to fight because you don't want them to get the money it won't get you as much You'll only go against the the right guy for the right price and that's basically what this league is like Hey, well, we're worth more if we just pull together and we don't have to share it anymore We're gonna make even more money and we can take all the best players we don't have to worry about some of them signing with these other teams. We have every single great player and put it, put them all in this one league. That's what we'll do. Yeah, money rules everything. And see, this thing most people are negative about the situation,
1: and it's even going as far that they're banning players that compete in Super League from playing in the World Cup or any European tournaments, which is stupid. Now. The things that I heard that were like why it's like a negative is people are saying like it's, you know, it's ruining um, football culture. Um, They're saying it's basically relegating national leagues. So like uh, Syria and Liga and stuff like that. It's basically making them like irrelevant. No one's going to care to watch Barcelona play the bottom feeder of their league. When they could tune in to watch Barcelona play Juventus, right? Yeah, like obviously you're gonna watch the bigger fu- the bigger game, and I even see- saw one pretty famous soccer player. Masut was I think it was Masut Ozil. He's like, you know, you know, it takes all the fun away from a big game if the big game's every week. The big game's what? supposed to be once in a while. I'm like, what?
0: What team does that guy play on? I think he played on Arsenal, which is so team. every game that he plays is a big. He's <laughs> that's the thing. Oh. I,
1: he's saying that it takes yeah. away the significance of the big game if the big games every week. I'm saying, what's the point of watching a good team play a shit team? Yeah, I, what's the, you're not you're gonna be only that much better if you're competing against the best every, every week.
0: single time. you it's a it's playoff basketball every single game. Every game you it's a win or lose. It's no longer. Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, they have buy games basically where yeah, we'll put put in a couple guys that don't normally play because this team hasn't won hasn't beat us in fifty seven years. Right. So it's it's all I, I agree completely. And to the people that are saying that it's relegating all these lower leagues, that's what every major sports team does. Exactly. The, the NFL isn't based out of Syria. Because it's it's a United States. Everybody that's great gets there, goes to the US. The NHL is not based out of all these other places. There's a the Swedish elite team. There's all these other places. K-HL. But they aren't good enough. They, they aren't good enough to get to that level. That's the whole point. NBA, nice. all the top teams do this. It's just soccer is finally getting on board and realizing that... They need a top yeah, league. Yeah, you can't have the entire world and then just... Be okay with some of them
1: not being good now see the reason I think another reason why people are criticizing it Is because they already have Champions League and so Champions League player teams that do well in their National Leagues get to compete in Champions League And if you shit the bed in your season then you can get dropped out of Champions League and the better team in your Division they can get bumped into Champions League. So theoretically a team could be dog shit but then they hit a diamond on a prospect And that prospect is on a shit contract, so they can afford to pay him, even if they're a shit team with no money. Yeah. And because he's on this contract and he's carrying the team, he can carry them into Champions League, and now any team can theoretically come from nothing and win the whole thing. I can see why that's romantic. It's a nice Mm storyline. But at the end of the day, the best teams are going to be the best in a world, and I'm pretty sure in soccer where there's no cap, the best teams are the best because they have the most money. Yeah. If everyone has the same cap space, now we're in a different topic, we're talking about managing cap space, that's a different skill altogether. But if we're just talking about, I've got the most money, I gave him most, he's on my team. Yeah. When we're talking about the best of the best rising to the top, all of the best players will get bought by these top clubs who will have infinitely more money as the Super League continues. So they're just gonna have more and more money, they're gonna keep paying the best players all these millions of euros to come play here, the best players will still find their way to a super league team and yeah. still make the best team. That's why the NFL, the NHL, NBA, MLB. That's why these all exist because that is the funnel to the pyramid of the league.
0: Yeah. Like, and I, I fully <laughs> understand it sucks to be on the outside of that to know that you you've all been playing together as if you're you're the same and everybody's acting like you guys are all equal. But now for somebody to basically just fully print it out and say like we're not equals. You you play soccer. But we play a different level, right? and and once you can get to our level, maybe you can enter our league. But you aren't at our level, and that sucks for them. For most of the world to hear that you aren't at the same level, but they already knew it, right? Like casual people like me, if you said like, you say the teams that are in the, the the new league, I know I know who they are. I don't know anything about soccer I don't know any of their players but I know that they're the team that generally if they're playing they will win any other team I that's not in that league I know that they were not gonna beat those people so it's not it's not something where they're picking on a certain race picking on a certain nation it's the best of the best go to the top that's what sports are that's what sports is different than everything else in the world see the
1: other thing I saw too was people were pushing the narrative of it's taking away the game from the poor and giving it to the rich. And here's the thing. As a consumer, if you're watching your team play Barcelona, you're probably still going to pay the same for the tickets. You're probably stay, still play the same for the game. The only thing you're not seeing is if you're, you know, if your team is a shit team, you're just not going to get to watch Messi fucking destroy you whatever if you want to watch messi just go watch messi play against somebody that's good
0: yeah
1: it'll be a better game i promise but like when we say it's taking it away from the poor people what are we really talking about here it's taking away from the people that run those national leagues who are also millionaires who are just sad because their multi-million dollar billion dollar asset is now worth less yeah because the good teams got up and went and made their own league Yeah, did they get richer? Of course they did, absolutely. Is it a capitalist endeavor? Of course it is. Sports is business. We don't need to talk about that, that's obvious. But like, if we're gonna sit here and cry about taking it away from the poor people, who are you lying to? You're not taking it away from the poor people, you're taking billionaires and taking their money away and giving it to different billionaires. We're still poor. We're still going to watch soccer on DAZN because we're broke and we can't go <laughs> yeah. to a game and also we're in North America so we're, we're not, not going across the it. world to go watch it. No. But like, even if we lived out there, we're still either going to the game. It's like I said, it's probably going to be the same ticket price.
0: Why would yeah. they change it? They're still going to get all the yeah. revenue. We we have the Vancouver Whitecaps. <laughs> they, they like when they were allowed to, they sell out arenas. They aren't good. Right. They, they weren't going to be playing Arsenal, but it's still soccer. Soccer is the like soccer is played by every soccer and boxing are two two kind of sports that no matter who you are what you have you can do it if if you find something round now you play soccer right? if you have two hands now you're a boxer so <laughs> the the thing that like the taken away from the poor the those lower leagues those people have to now look at this like holy shit i have a chance to be the best team in my league I've never and I would never ever have the chance to be the best team in my league until this happened. Now I'm going to have I'm going to have a different set of money, but all the other teams in my league are going to have that same kind of thing too. So how do I manage this to come out as the best of the best of the rest?
1: Yeah. And see I also see the situation where um you know <laughs> what am I trying to say? <laughs> um wow keep it going you know what, what? it's really tough <laughs> do when i, I want to uh, dig you out or <laughs> it's really tough when you completely miss your point and uh you get completely derailed there i had yeah, a thought if only
0: we were talking about something other than soccer so i could like throw in some random <laughs> tidbit to like try and get us going but uh i think we're gonna have to switch it off soccer here because i've never talked about soccer so much goddamn god <laughs> yeah i just
1: the thing oh i know what i was gonna say If you have a shit team, like say your team was shit, over the course of soccer history, the big market teams like your Real Madrid's, your Barcelona's that have all the money, those teams historically have always been the best teams Mm -hmm. over history. Obviously it fluctuates, you know, you get your Man U's, your AC Milan's, you know, all that stuff. All these teams will fluctuate. There's probably like 10 teams that are always the best throughout history, at least one of them. And there's a few outliers sure. But generally speaking, the teams with big markets, big fan bases, all yeah. the money, they buy the best players, best players go there to get famous, they win all the all the titles. Shit teams stay shit and they only are not shit is if they get like I said, diamond in the rough that carries their team like some of these teams have randomly over history. Yeah. But once that player is off his contract, you can't pay him as much as Barcelona can. Guess where he's going. It's the same story over and over and over again. Yeah. Now if you're like oh that's sad your team was shit anyway you weren't gonna win anyway so you're still watching a shit team it's not like your team was ever just gonna magically be good you're still shit yeah your team's always been shit because you live in a small town and you don't have the billions on billions on billions that they have to sign fucking Messi or Neymar whenever he decides to change teams like and
0: that's the team. That's the thing. Now you're you're no longer shit. Now you're even. Now you're average. <laughs> <Who knows>? Yeah. <laughs> you're and no th- longer the shit team. Now you're an average team. I guess yeah. If all these, I mean, I don't know if they're actually
1: like leaving their other leagues or if they're just making their own league on the side. But if they're leaving those leagues, that would be drastically worse. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they leave the leagues and yeah, all the shit teams. Now you guys get to compete at your fair level. That's
0: what I would want. That's like it's basically like making divisions. You, any kind of sport you're playing in is. Double AA, A, Triple A, Single A, all all like gold, all the different thing, levels for uh, soccer, from like youth and up. Right. If you're at, if you're at like the house level and you're you want to play against like a gold team, what's the point? You're gonna like that's that's not the same team. You're in different leagues. That's okay. You're allowed to be in different leagues. And ultimately, that's the thing. The best if you're a purist of a sport, the
1: best time you can have watching that sport is watching the absolute best of the best of the best compete day after day to see who really is the best. That's yeah. the best if that's going to be the pinnacle of your sport, if that's what you're you're looking for. Yeah. That's why the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, they all have that format. It's simple. Mm. So people crying about it, I think they're just they I think they're
0: just being babies. They don't like change. <laughs> yeah, they just like, babies just, are like going base, <laughs> just like baseball. People don't want anything to change <laughs> babies, for some reason. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> oh boy. God. Um oh, so I got to tell you this uh this lady showed up yesterday cuz uh, cuz we we've got we started off with the one single stroller when we got Brooklyn. Okay. Then we got uh, this this really wide double stroller when we got Noah so that both of them could walk. But then uh, we got a, another double stroller that was just more efficient for hills and shit. So we sold the double one. So the lady comes to pick it up yesterday, and she gets there and she's like, "Oh, this is this is kind of small." And I'm like, "Well, it's like we we fit our two year old in here like no problem, and like the other side as well. Like you could probably fit like a two to three year old in here. So like it's it's pretty good size." And she's like, "Ah, oh, like but like my my kids are a little bit bigger," and I'm like. I think like in my head I had I had to go I had to go inside inside head voice (laughs) I had to pause on that scene and be like Maybe your kids are that big because you have them in a stroller still like if you have if your kids are so big They don't fit in strollers anymore Maybe let them walk Maybe let them give the stroller a little pushy push themselves But uh, I'm looking in her car and I'm seeing her kids and they look like they might be six Seven years old, damn. I'm like, what the fuck are we getting strollers for these? And but damn, that's outside. Kyle was like, okay, well, like I, I don't know what age you're looking for here, but like if this is what we have, like this, this is what we have. <laughs> so if you don't want it, oh, well, like you, you don't have my, to uh, later model here. Yeah. that I've been saying because I'm a fucking <laughs> you know, stroller like, dealer. <laughs> we we posted the picture. We told you the dimensions. <laughs> you contacted us. We talked back and forth. You agreed on the price. You showed up and you said it's small. It's the biggest fucking <laughs> stroller I've ever seen in my life. Like, we had to take it apart to get into our SUV. <laughs> this psych... I'm like, uh... And They're then, trying to get a deal there. They're trying to... And like, then mm, what, a what like... she was like, well, it's a little <laughs> small, so I don't think I'm going to take it. I'm like, okay, well, like, did you... Like, did you get... Uh, did you contact us through Marketplace or 24-hour bidding? So I'm like, this bitch went 24-hour bidding. I'm getting my money. Like, we... <laughs> like, this, this isn't... Uh, oh, well, I wasn't quite sure... Like, yeah. but marketplace, it's just they wanted to buy. They could show up. It was marketplace. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. And then a new lady came today and bought it. She's like, oh, nice. It's a double stroller. I'm like, exactly. Like, it's just a double stroller. Like, there's nothing. Like, you, it's what ah. I said. <laughs> but yeah, that that lady got me going because I'm like, how do you, how do you not know what. Sizes like it's it's just a stroller like you have either kids that can walk and they don't they just sparingly go in Your stroller or you have kids that are too big to walk and you should stop getting strollers for them You should let them walk a little bit. I Don't know for sure if her kids were fat, but it sounds like they were and I'm gonna go with it Well, if they're six or seven like yeah, they look big I don't I don't know ages that well, but I know that they were toddlers. I feel like six and seven, they can walk, possibly run. Yeah, they they should be running. <laughs> <laughs> run everywhere. <laughs> oh. But uh oh, with running, fucking Brooklyn is uh, she's she's gonna be a like a gymnast or something because she has absolutely no fear of anything, and she'll she can she can climb extremely fast, and she'll just jump off. Just, just to wherever she needs to go to, she'll just fully jump, joke or smile the whole way. You either catch her or you don't. She doesn't care. She'll be <laughs> laughing. You catch her and you're like, wanting to, she's still laughing the entire time. And, and you then, are, you're stressing because your kid yeah, almost died. Yeah, I'm like, you almost died daily. Like... <laughs> Like, Brittany went to work, and I'm like, okay, this can't be the time. Like, <laughs> she can't leave for one day, and then I kill the kid. Like, this is my only job. I oh, didn't no. even clean the house the whole day. Cause oh, I'm like, nope, no, here's the kid's going. <laughs> but yeah, they, she's she's just running like crazy now. And then Noah, like I said, she's eating. Because, like, so we did this... uh uh, baby led weaning so basically they just, uh, at six months we started just putting the same food that we eat we cut it up different ways whatever but they just eat whatever we eat so uh, they just it's the scariest way because they don't have any idea how to eat so they just put it in their mouth and just start gagging because they don't <laughs> understand how to do it and you have to it's it's so fucking your heart starts pumping because you have to sit there. You can't react to it because then they're thinking they're doing something wrong. You have to sit there as they're gagging and wait for them to cough it up and then keep going. If they start choking, then you do something. But you have to just sit there like, oh, okay, okay, you're good, you're good. That's not stressful as it, hell. It was so hard with Brooklyn. Noah, it was like three days in and she's, she she gets, like, she had pierogies the other day. She gets her mouth completely full. <gasps> <laughs> and, and but she puts her hand there to push it back in so <laughs> she doesn't lose any pierogi. Yo, that's <laughs> a mood. The kid does not miss meals. She doesn't that's, skip a, shit. that's a mood. That's so funny. So we we need her to start walking though. She's like, cause like once they get to this age, if they're not like walking and crawling. And they're, they're eating three square meals, they're just, she's just pudging out. Like, she's just getting rolls on, rolls on, rolls. I'm like, hey, we gotta get this moving. Yeah, got yeah, guess there's some athleticism here. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I never wish any harm on children ever, but I gotta shout out one of my That's favorite Instagram. No, <laughs>
0: one
1: of my favorite Instagram pages is kids getting hurt. <laughs> it is so fucking funny. Like, I'm literally, I'll go on there and I'm just pissing myself laughing. It, it, it is too me. much. Like, I saw one the other day. It was, like, this kid's running through this obstacle course. And, like, it's one of those, like... Kind of like, you know, those game show obstacle courses where, like, then the thing will come out and smoke you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, man... It was so good. Like, it was such a good video. And I'm like... I always wanted to be that guy, that guy that's working on the reality TV show, like Wipeout <laughs> or something. And he's like, and boxing glove, boom, <laughs> lights out, woo! Like I would be getting fired up behind the yes. fucking computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: what, what what time did you say you were gonna get on this? Oh, oh okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Keep talking. Wouldn't it be a shame if. Uh,
1: uh, uh. Boom! <laughs> miss, miss. No, fuck you. <laughs> Hit everything. send, them. Like, that would be so much fun. It's basically awesome. playing a video game with, like, actual people getting hurt. I mean, not like I'm trying to hurt people, but, like, yeah. I'm trying to hurt yeah, people. Yeah, I'm going to <laughs> fuck these guys up. <laughs> but, yeah. They signed the waiver. That's the whole point. They knew why they're here. Like, come on. I've been into that since, like, I remember I was a kid watching, like, uh, was it MXC Most Extreme oh, yeah. Challenge? You remember that?
0: MXC was ridiculous because they, they just... Because the whole like being Spike TV, they pretended to like, sp- th- like, they were talking in Chinese, Asian, whatever language they were. <laughs> we're but in then Asian. the I, I don't know what their <laughs> languages. I know it sounded terrible. Whatever, whatever but, language. You but continue. what they did was worse because they just they would let them speak and then they just dub it over with some <laughs> dumb American accent and pretend <laughs> pretend they know what they're saying. Yeah,
1: really fucked <laughs> up. Um,
0: also, you know.
1: Something that, you know, I was a weird kid. You know, elementary school Dustin, maybe he had issues that he hadn't addressed yet. Probably, likely, but he also just had a weird weird brain. Um, I love that show so much, and there was a reoccurring character on it called Joe Bubba Ganoush. And I had a pencil topper that was a little yellow football guy, and I called him Joe Bubba Ganoush, and I made a religion called (laughs) Bubba Ganoushism. And Relative. at this point in my life, I didn't know what Bubba is. It's just like a sauce or like a dip or something. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I just thought That'd that it was maybe. funny and I thought that was a funny name and so Joe Bob Ganoush was my pencil topper and he was our holy deity and uh, I don't remember what we believed in because I don't think I understood religion enough to make those decisions back then but I had three members in my religion it was like me and two of my friends
0: I fucking called it you were a cult leader (laughs) (laughs) you just didn't know how to lead yet you could have been anybody if you were five years after that and you got those followers, even if you didn 't believe it you could have been you could have been the next uh, kool aid man <laughs> um, another uh,
1: interesting story from elementary school' So, uh, I was uh, low key you know it 's funny I never did drugs really haven 't done really anything illegal ever pretty uh, low key when it comes to that kind of thing. when I was yeah, in elementary yeah, school i was uh, I was starting pretty suspect practices at a young age um, I used to do this thing where every time we'd go to a restaurant, I would steal all the sugar packets Mm. and I would be in the middle of, you know, it'd be like lunch or recess or something, I'd be on the playground, I'd pull a sugar packet and I would hit it in front of everybody. (laughs) And everyone's like, why is this guy hitting sugar packets? And I'm just like, tastes good. And I would like act like it was cool. And then every now and then people were like, yeah, can I have one? I'm like, yeah, sure. And so I I hit (laughs) him with a sugar packet and so, I had done this for, like, you know, it wasn't, like, it wasn't premeditated. It was all just, like, I just started doing these yeah. things here and there. But, like, I started, I just, at first I was just sharing. I was like, yeah, sure, you hear, here And then after a while, I realized, like, everyone's asking me for fucking sugar packets. I was like, yeah, yeah. 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm you basically want... slinging rock
0: on the playground. but it's it fucking... to them free, get them hooked. <laughs> yeah. Now you start getting that up chart. And I'm like...
1: It's pretty suspect practices but yeah i ended up selling sugar packets for like a couple of weeks for like 50 cents a pop and there was one day where i made like seven bucks and so the thing was is they had um they had a, a i don't remember they had a weird name for it but basically it was like at lunch there was like this little like uh lunch room where you could like buy snacks and stuff and like cookies and granola bars and just other yeah. lunch items um, and everything was relatively cheap. Like they're selling cookies for like 50 cents each. So like I'm making seven bucks. Cool. Let me buy, you know, a dozen cookies and a bag of chips or something. Yeah. And like, there was really good, um, chocolate chip cookies there. And so I remember like the first time I started selling them, I only sold like a couple of them, but I was like, Oh nice. I got like four cookies. This is great. Yeah. I should do this more. And so that when that day finally came that I I made like seven bucks that day, <laughs> I go in, and I basically tried to buy the entire batch of cookies. Give it all. I was like, give me all of the cookies. And they're, like, looking at me like, you fat fuck. They're like, no, you can have two, (laughs) Dusty. Save some for somebody else. And I'm like, why is my money no good for you?
0: but uh man how innocent your school was like (laughs) (laughs) you said you're actually selling drugs on the playground we had people failing dare (laughs) oh no (laughs) we were failing dare in grade (laughs) 4 like we'd go uh like the first time uh not smoking weed but uh when when uh we had I had friends that were smoking weed in like grade 4 and grade 5 but we'd uh we went to these uh the dirt jumps down uh uh right by McCammon there uh, back by the dike whatever sure but uh, they had this tall this tall thin grass I'm not sure what it was it just had like a hole in its it grass <laughs> It's a different type of grass. I don't know what kind long grass maybe long grass. <laughs> I, I assume it's I don't know what it is but it <laughs> but you could you could light it and you could light the end of it and it would stay lit and you could smoke it. Oh, so God. we started smoking grass, we'd go af- after school, we'd be like, oh yeah, we're gonna go smoke grass, and we'd have different people that would show up and, like, smoke weed, and we'd be chilling with them while we smoked the actual grass. That's so cringe. It's so bad. Like, but the thing is, is
1: I knew people that did shit like that, too, on my side of town. Like, yeah, there was... They, a- they came over. I know, I know them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew your so, school. was my place. <laughs> It was like, I remember, <laughs> like, I used to hang out with these guys, and they lived in the same area. I lived, like, on the other side. Like, if the school's in the middle, those three lived over here, and I lived on this side of the school. Mm-hmm. But I would go over there all the time to hang out with them. And they said that they found a, fo- uh, like, a new fort, a little hideout. And I'm like, all right, cool. And, like, we're in, like, grade five or grade six at the time. And so I go over there, and they show me it. And they're like, yo, check it out. We call them Towleys. Shout out to the stoner Towley from South Park. That's why they named it Towleys. Um, and I'm like... What's a towel? Like? <laughs> and so I'm pretty sure it was like I don't know, like a rubber tree or something, or what. But it, yeah, it was just like this, like weird. I mean, oh, I don't was pro- it
0: tall grass?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole! <laughs> but it was, it was like a it was like a plant, but it was like it had a hollow core. That's yeah. so so exactly what I was talking about. You describe that as grass? Are you fucking stupid? I don't know. It's <laughs> Have you ever shit. seen grass? I'm talking about like st- a stalk of a plant. I don't
0: know. Maybe it's different. <laughs>
1: maybe it's going, well, anyways, it <laughs> was a like a cowl. little straw. It was the same idea. Probably, maybe it was the Probably same, same plant. thing. Probably cowl same thing. Kyle's was just thing. an idiot by calling it grass, but whatever.
0: Yeah, it's all green. I don't but know. yeah, they
1: were smoking them too, and I'm just like looked at them and like in my head, I'm like. Cigarettes are gross. They smell terrible. My sister smoked, yeah. and I'm like, weed. Weed is the devil. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't know if I'm into that yet. I'm not ready to make that decision. But I'm like, I'm looking at them, and I'm like, this is neither
0: of those things. Yes. What the fuck are they doing? This is this. There's no bad. There's no downfall. You're just smoking something. You <laughs> look cool without having any of the negative side. I'm, I'm effects. just like,
1: I'm watching them
0: struggle with it because no, it's not like <laughs> no, they know no. how to smoke yet.
1: <laughs> and I'm just like, just try to light the lighter. I'm just like. What they doing and then like one of them almost started a small fight here's the thing the, the hideout it wasn't like at like yours was like down by the slough or whatever right yeah. this was somebody's hedges between houses this was not even like in some remote area this was coming to my office it's like this <laughs> it was like we left some we left their house went three houses down to this guy's house and there was a hole in his hedges and we snuck into his hedges and we were hiding in the bush
0: that's it. We're just thinking, not even. <laughs> I just, like, when you're saying that and, like, the fire thing, like, for some reason, like, at, at that age, like, we used to always play fire, but it was always in bushes. Like, it was always in the mid. like, uh. The worst place. We we, we <laughs> kind of did the same thing that the whole, uh, I'm sure everybody went through it, the axe and the uh, lighter, where you have a flamethrower. Oh, yeah. And you start shooting at, like, spider webs, and you get this and you get that, and then the bush starts catching, and you're like. Oh, that was not expected. I, how did I know that I would catch a bush on fire when I had a fucking flamethrower on it? <laughs> you gotta, like, throw it down, hope nobody saw it. Oh, man.
1: Axe flamethrowers were hilarious, but, like, people were, like, pretty Dying. ignorant about...
0: <laughs> there were people fucking up their like, blowing up their hands. But this was before the internet was popping, so nobody really paid. Attention. Well, I remember some kids, like, straight up just like, it would
1: be like their funny thing to do was to, like, flamethrower you. Like, it's like, ha ha, got you. It's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. But I just yeah. remember, like, they almost lit, like, it, it just, I could see in my simple grade five, grade six mind, I could see fire, open flame in a bush. Like, I'm literally yeah. in a bush right now. Um,. This doesn't seem like a good idea. No. And then, so eventually they got to the point where they're like, you know, passing it. And I'm sitting <laughs> there, and I'm puff, just like, I'm just like, nah, man, I'm good. Like, I wasn't about it back then either. I was <laughs> like, this is weird. I don't know what you're putting in your mouth. Like, did someone's cat piss on this? I wouldn't know. Would you? Yeah, <laughs> like, we're
0: going straight up going to a random dirt pile and pulling it out. Like, ah, <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah, I can smoke this shit. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous and I was just like man what is this world now that we're talking about absolutely ridiculous so we're gonna move a little bit further ahead to middle school oh no middle school oh no grade seven my birthday party this this is probably probably the weirdest thing and the funniest outcome was uh so me and two of my boys they were coming over uh for the for my birthday party we're just gonna just fucking Drink energy drinks and stay up all night, do whatever. But they ended up uh, inviting this other guy over that I kind of knew him, didn't really know him that well, but I guess it's coming to my birthday. So we're having drinks, like energy drinks. Playing, uh, we went across, we played hockey, did whatever. Came back, ended up like me. I always fall asleep early. I fell asleep. Apparently, like, anybody when you are younger, you remember you go to your, your buddy's house, somebody falls, you guys are going to bed, you fall asleep, you just sit there quiet. You don't really do shit. Yeah. It's, like, it's until everybody's asleep. Can I interject so, quickly? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> And then you you get to the age where you're gross, and that one friend is doing this, where he's like, <laughs> and everyone's like, what's going on? <laughs> and then next thing you know, you're up for an hour, and all three of you are doing this. <laughs>
0: So <laughs> why did you say that? Oh no! <laughs> I remember this story. No. So man said, I don't really know that well. Oh, that was so. I whips uh, whips out the piece on the couch and starts starts going to town on himself, thinking everybody's asleep. The two guys were not and heard him and saw and were like, "Yo, what are you doing?" And he, <laughs> Like apparently, everyone's like everyone's wide here. awake. I, I'm asleep. I'm the oh, fuck pacif- out okay. because I'm always asleep. Kind of likes that sound. It they're both. I uh, so
1: uh, <laughs> just can't get
0: My nursery rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so they're, they're like, yo, what are you doing? And then he's like, well, I'm just, I'm just jerking off. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, he just oh, claimed oh, it. Okay, I get it. He's like, oh, I'll go back to yeah, bed now. That's me. But, like, <laughs> but the next, he's like, you guys want to do too? <laughs> they're like. Bro, no, we just called you up for jerking off in the middle of our party. Whoa, back this up, okay, so you're (laughs) hanging out and you catch
1: Maz rubbing one out in front of everyone and he's like, well, do you want to as well? He invites you (laughs) to join?
0: This could be a team
1: event. <laughs> this what? Is a
0: what? And everyone's like, no, we're not doing this. Lights are on. Like they turn the lights on and come on all night. <laughs> turn the lights through. on. We're
1: not doing this,
0: guys. And uh, so <laughs> I, I wake up and the guy had left before before I woke up. And then my two guys, my two boys were like, yo, know, this happened and like this guy's not coming over anymore because that was fucking freaking Like, that's. Sucks for you guys. <laughs> like, so I'm glad, glad. Like I'm <laughs> glad you caught it and that uh, you stopped him from doing something in my house. But like, didn't really affect me too much. <laughs> so we get to school and uh, like this is this is like a Saturday. So like, um. Monday comes through. Obviously, this is the first thing. And like, our, we're <laughs> yeah. we're on MSN Messenger, Everyone. sending our captions, <laughs> like telling everybody all the things. <laughs> everybody so everybody at school kind of knows what's going on. But uh, Monday comes and different no. people are asking us about it. Tuesday goes and it's kinda like, it's still there but nobody's really talking to us. Wednesday, we, each each one of us, we get a call, call into our class but like, hey can you send Kyle to the office, hey can you send buddy, hey can you send buddy, <laughs> so the three, we, we're all walking from separate classes and we meet in the hallway as we're walking we're like, Oh shit! This is about to happen.
1: <laughs> I know what this is about. So we
0: get into the office. so set the scene real quick is that our principal was probably uh early fifties woman. So we sit down in this office and she's like <laughs> so, trying to keep a straight face so there there there's been rumors going around that uh you guys are saying stuff about this this guy and I'm like, oh. What what are the rumors? What do you... What, mean? What, <laughs> I would have been like... Whatever
1: do you mean? I would have been like, a rumor means that it may or may not have happened. <laughs> yeah.
0: I can confirm well, with factual see, evidence that this fucking happened. See, it was still... I was still... My dad always taught me, deny, deny, deny. So you never admit to something until they've brought it up, and then it's like, okay, now we can play this. So right, I didn't, you know? didn't want to give her my cards right off the bat No eight, self-incrimination. So yes. Yeah, So absolutely. I'm like, what, whatever do you mean? And she's like, well... There is rumors going around that this this boy was playing with his penis at your party. Oh no, she said it like we're that? grade seven, and this is a, a girl talking. To us. We died. We,
1: just, <laughs> we
0: died. We start laughing. She, this is very serious, and we're like, we we can't take you serious right now. But we need a second. Wow, that's but, so tough. And we're like. Yes, that's that's what happened. It's like he, a business
1: talk. Well, he, yes, yes, we he, concur. That did he, happen. He,
0: he did play with his penis at my birthday party. I I was not privy to the event. I was actually passed out. But my two my two partners here would, were, were eyewitnesses to the event. So, she. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, she said, so, so when you say that he was playing with you, like, did, did you see his penis? Th- they're like, yeah, yes, we, we, we saw his penis. Well, did, did you see him, like, stroking up and down <laughs> on his penis? Why <laughs> we need to ask
1: like, that? Yes,
0: we, this is what we said. That's exactly what, it's. and she's like, and what happened after that? And they're like, we, we, we said something, we turned on the lights and that was, that was it. And she's like, well... That's not what I heard. So whoa, this, this, whoa, whoa! This is where we're like, uh-oh. Like, th- there might be actually something going on, because this is all we know. This is a game of I, I telephone. I, like, did we all fall asleep? <laughs> Was there more? So, <laughs> oh, no. we find the out that- thickens. The the rumor turned into the whole that the game of telephone, where one person hears something, relays it to the next, and it gets a little bit, little bit spicier as it goes. I'm not
1: gonna lie, I, if that was, if I was in that circle where I was getting the story from you, I absolutely yeah.
0: would have added better. I details. know <laughs> you probably were the one that told the final person, but so apparently there was a a guy that was threatening to. Uh, there was a bunch of guys that were gonna beat him up after school because oh. he went to my birthday party and jerked off in front of us and came all over my kitchen table. Oh, and, whoa. And wouldn't, wouldn't leave and all this stuff. And we're like, yo, that's, that's not it. Like, not at all what happened. We're like, I understand why we might be in trouble right now, but Man, this isn't what we did.
1: Creative liberties are a bitch.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I, I can I like I can co- collaborate collaborate a lot of this story but it, it gets a little little bit off base at that point. You're right, that did not corroborate. Happen. Whatever. Collaborate, <laughs> corroborate. Damn, that's so fucking But it it got to that level and we're like, okay, we're we're out we're out she's like, okay, you need to you need to go and talk to these people and tell them what actually happened. I'm like, Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure we're the best equipped for this? Like, we did this to start and this is how it ended. I don't think we're the right people to fix this problem. But like, you're
1: telling me to go around and tell everybody this story again, yeah, okay? I, I
0: feel like we should drop it. Like, like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay with never talking about this again. I thought
1: <laughs> we were coming here so you could tell me to never say this yeah. again. Not to get the facts straight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> The the most awkward talk I've ever had with a female, especially at grade seven. <clears throat> That's so. Well, yeah, fun, that was man. a that was a good birthday. It was uh, a was,
1: was, was a, a good super birthday.
0: Fun, it was super fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it really set the tone. <laughs> you know, talking about these cringe stories from back in that era. You know, it reminded me of another Uh-oh. gem that hasn't. Hasn't been told to a lot
0: It wasn't supposed to see the light of day again,
1: but it doesn't you know, have to. Because <laughs> here, here's the thing. One, I was hanging out with my nephew, uh, with my parents the other day. And my nephew, for those that don't know, is 17, turning 18. And, uh, he's going off to college soon. And, you know, me and him, we're pretty close. We've talked a lot about, uh, things. Some things we never talked about. There's some stories that I just didn't tell him. Um... Well, he's learning a lot of things about me as i tell you all very (laughs) unfortunately cringe (laughs) stories uh like the mcdonald's story of recent Mm. weeks um so he's learned a lot about me um i apologize to my family for telling this one too but this is another thing that i did when i was very young and i should not have (laughs) i don't know which one it is but i want to hear it again so it was actually um with one of the friends like i said i in grade grade six i hung out with those three kids across town (laughs) <laughs> now me and one of the guys we're pretty close and I would go to his house all the time and now this is back in the early stages of the internet like I said we're in grade six I don't even remember how old you are to be in grade six like 11 12 I don't know. doesn't matter we have no idea what the fuck we're doing like I know how to use computers but like as far as like the internet they're like be careful don't go to chat rooms chat rooms are scary because that's where you're gonna meet pedophiles right see so
0: we were it was always the, the uh, I always heard that, but it was always towards girls. Don't go to chat rooms, because guys, at that time, they were going to chat rooms to convince girls to try and to to, to do the opposite thing. <laughs> that was always that was always what I heard from people. <laughs> <Yeah>. So,
1: <clears throat> I was you know I never really went to chat rooms because like my parents were kind of on that too. They said like don't go on chat rooms. Yeah. We don't want you on those websites. And I was like, whatever. I don't need chat rooms. I had enough friends on my MSN. Like, I don't need to find random strangers to talk yeah. to. Um, not to mention, I don't even at this point. I don't even know what chat rooms are. Well, like, sorry, not what they are. I don't know where they are. Like, what are the websites? I'd yeah. have to Google it because I just didn't know them off the top of my head. Um, <clears throat> now, you know, grade six. Definitely interested in girls at this point. Um, do I want to see girls naked? Yes, absolutely. Am I really, you know, am I attracted to girls my age? Yes. I don't really think to myself that trying to see a girl that's 13 while I'm 13, I don't really think of that as suspect because we're the same age. But like. Well, at that time it's not really suspect. Reflecting on it now though, it sounds hella suspect.
0: Well, talking about it as 28 year olds, it feels suspect because you're gonna have to say words about this 13 year old I'm gonna have to say person. things that I
1: did, but I wanna preface
0: this that I was like 13, between 11 and 13,
1: and I am not a predator. This is a, this is a preface that needs to be e- emphasized. Um, so anyways, I'm at my friend's house and he's like, hey man, I've been checking out chat rooms lately. Do you wanna do it? Do you wanna do that today? And I'm like, sure show me what's up sweet so, uh, so I you know we pop on this chat room it's so basic i remember the screen was basically black it was just a simple like text chat bubble and you just punched in a random name picked your color picked yeah. your font just start there typing just start typing see what happens fucking everybody and their mother asl asl <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like, who is in this room is it all guys cuz i'm a guy is there all
0: just guys here <laughs> anyways um ASL <laughs> <can't> remember <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you always lie <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyways so um we're on this chat room and I'm kind of just like you know it's almost uneventful at this point because think what you know, he's just like hey and then we just sit there and we both just watch the screen to see what happens ASL and we just sit there. Like,
0: it's such a boring thing to happen. And just think, like, back then, you could do that for a night. The entire hours. night, you'd be completely, like, we we hung out all night. We were on chat. <laughs> we both played on the computer. <laughs> right. the one hey, computer. Are you, do you want to go on MSN
1: tonight? Like, that was a thing. Like, you would just sit it's there always like, on chat and just chat with people. BRB. Like, <laughs> yeah. You'd
0: actually be coming back later.
1: Yeah, like, that was a thing that you would do all the time. Yeah. No, anyway, so I'm just, like, sitting there watching it, and I'm, like, so, like, what do you do on here? Like, I'm thinking, I ask him like, what's the point of this? Um, and he's like, well, I try to find girls online so I can see if I can get them to send me nudes. And <laughs> as soon as he says that to me, I'm like, dang, sure. Sounds this awesome. Makes sense. I awesome. Stand, though. Right? <laughs> so anyways, we're sitting there and like after like 30, 45 minutes, um, we get some girl like private messaging us. Let's preface this again. <laughs> We think it's a girl. It could have been a fucking grown man. I would have, I to this day would have had no idea. Yeah. It would be much worse if it was because of the details that will follow. (laughs) But at this moment, I think it's a girl my age. Yeah, this might've been Chris Hansen. (laughs) Anyways, so we're sitting there talking to her for a minute and then my buddy just goes in for the kill, starts asking for nudes. And she's like, do you have MSN? And all of a sudden, we're like, whoa, like. Okay. Okay, let's see where this goes. And so we go on MSN, and she sends us a nude. Now, the reason why I said it's cringe is because if you think she was a 13-year-old girl, it's A, child porn. If it was a grown man on the other side, literally was talking to a
0: predator. So like. At all, there was never a time where it was actually safe. (laughs) No, like this was really,
1: really messed up. Very unsafe. Now, this is where the other thing parts she sends us this picture and then she's like, okay, now it's your turn. (laughs) And at this point I was immediately like, obviously that's not happening. Yeah, we're we're cut. I guess we're done here. That's what my brain was like, we're done here. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) So even though I say it could have been a grown man, I feel like based off the way they reacted, I feel like it might've been actually a young girl our age. Yeah. Just because of the way they they acted in response to what comes next. Um, I feel like if it was a predator, they would've been more persistent because they've already kind of like started.
0: Mm. But
1: this person, they fucking, they blocked us so quickly after what we pulled next. <laughs> like, so like, that's the fact that leads me to believe, I feel like it was actually someone yeah. that was our age. Um, so like I said, they're asking for reciprocation, not into it. I'm ready to bounce, but my boy is like, nah, I got something. And I'm like, all right, he leaves the room and I'm like, I got a plan. I'm like, all right, I'll just sit here and wait and see <laughs> what the plan is. So the boy comes back in with a pack of frozen wieners <laughs> and, and I'm just like perplexed. I'm like what the fuck are we going to do with some Oscar Mayer wieners? Motherfucker's got a bag of hot dogs and he's says, oh. I got a plan? I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> like, no idea. And so, you know, he sits back in his chair and he angles his camera, like his webcam down at like his crotch. And he goes and he takes this fucking Oscar Mayer wieners, little hot dog, and he shoves it in his fly. <laughs> and so he pops on camera and he's stroking it. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, because I'm like watching this, I'm looking I can't keep my eyes off the little bubble that's showing like our screen, showing like what we're doing. Yeah. And and it's only like a one way, like their cam wasn't on at all. And she's like saying shit like, oh yeah, baby, and other cringy things oh. that I can't even process without gagging. But he said they're stroking this wiener <laughs> and like Anyone that's ever eaten a hot dog knows that the hot dog has like a skin, right? Like yeah. that sleeve that it's in and then outside, you know, inside that sleeve, once that sleeve is ripped, it's just like raw meat, right? Um, <laughs> the anatomy of a hot dog. So anyways, he's got it in his, uh, the fly of his jeans. And at one point was he's doing it. The fly hooks on the skin and the hot dog flops over <laughs> just like, eh. <laughs> just flops in half, and i like, what? Is this fucking, his dick just cut in half. And, it, and so, it, when it happens, with absolutely no hesitation or any shock, he goes, he takes his hands off, and he's like, oh, sorry, one sec. And then he goes back on the camera, he takes out the hot dog, puts it away, grabs another one, <laughs> slides it, and he keeps going. <laughs> i just saying that at this point I've like fallen on the floor and I like I blacked out for a minute because I was laughing too yeah. hard but I just remember like he's like oh it's done and I'm like what and I go back and look and she's like what the fuck that's not your dad. what are you doing you're lying to me and then she just like blocked us and deleted us yeah. and then it was over in like five seconds after that but I just remember like, man. And then the quick thinking on him though. <laughs> I guess the like, fact that uh, he never, sorry. <laughs> that's the thing. This whole time, I'm like, what are we doing? What's this? Why the hot dogs? Oh my God, this is crazy. What the fuck? Oh my God, why am I here? <laughs> He's just like, oh, this is just what I do. Like you've never done this? Like what? This guy just like, he was so casual about it the whole yeah. time. It's <laughs> like how is this my Friday night? Like, yeah, what so are we doing here? Dumb.
0: I'm like 12. We're, we have to continue like having a sleepover after this. <laughs> like, this is the beginning <laughs> of the night. We can't keep going like this. It was,
1: uh, oh, it was a really, really uncomfortable situation to look back on, and I still look back on it and think. There's all those
0: the Habel hotels. (laughs) (laughs) No, this
1: guy said Habel hotel (laughs) arms until the
0: story. Everybody, everybody (laughs) and their moms know what just happened there. (laughs) Okay, so I'm sure Habel hotel (laughs) has been shut down.
1: Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) so Kyle. Okay, so we just (laughs) talked about, that was like one of my first times on like a chat room.
0: Yeah. So for those... (laughs) Now we're starting to get to the experience stage.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm getting older, guys. (laughs) Now we're in middle school, okay? Um, So Habba Hotel, for those that don't know, uh, is a chat room essentially. The only gimmick to it is that you can create a little avatar uh, that lives in this hotel, and you can go from main room, like the lobby, you can go to the pool, you can go to the gym, you can go to all these different places, but you always have your own room, and you can basically pay money to get furniture to deck out your room and continue this
0: yeah. interact with whatever yeah, people show up
1: interact in this little digital life space and chat with people. Cause that's really at the end of the, the only thing that you can do with people is chat. Mm. Um, so I got into Habo hotel. I want to say grade eight. I think okay. that's when I was into Habo hotel and I, That's about right. Sounds about right. And I remember at this point in time, um, I haven't really done much on the internet still. Like, I've, I've played a lot of RuneScape in the years between this first incident that I just talked about and this one. Haven't really done much on the internet. I just played mm. the same games over and over again for a few years here. Um, now I'm on here again, and I'm back in this chat room space because, like, I didn't really stick with chat rooms after that last thing. Like, after that, <laughs> I was kind of like... This is fucking yeah. weird. Like, I don't know why I'm, I'm here. I'm only having
0: burgers at the parties <laughs> anymore. Like, I can't do this. I gotta take a minute. I gotta take a hard minute.
1: Um, But now we're back a couple years later and I'm like chatting with people again. Now, I remember somebody pulled up to me a female avatar, which this one I am convinced was a guy. Uh, <laughs> And so for the sake of the video, I'm going to refer to him as him because I have no, there is no point in the story that I ever really believed that this was a girl. I, especially looking back on it, there's no way this was a girl. Girls don't do this shit. (laughs) So anyways... This person comes up to me, pulls up to me. I'm at the cabana bar. You know how it is. And, uh, <laughs> <Welcome> Cabana. <laughs> yeah, I'm just at the cabana. No big. And I was just like sitting there flexing, uh, my pink hoodie around. Cause that's, that was my swag at the time. Black jeans, pink hoodie, black hat. Um, not really sure why, but anyways, not, it is what it is. not relevant. So I'm just standing there doing absolutely nothing. Just taking in this digital game. And, uh, this guy walks up on me. He's like, Hey, you're cute. And I'm just like, Thanks. thanks. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just like dying, how nonchalant, like how like This not, is exactly how it goes. <laughs> like how boring and fucking non-funny that was.
0: <laughs> he's sitting there like, well, what do I say?
1: Thanks. Yeah, so, he, so he's like, hey, you're cute. I'm like, thanks. And uh, he's like, do you want to come back to my room? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I go back to this guy's room. And he's like, have you
0: ever had cyber sex before? <laughs> Obviously not! The amount of times that was probably <laughs> typed in on that website. <laughs> oh my god. And so I'm sitting
1: there, I'm in grade eight. I am a hella virgin. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, hmm, cyber sex. that could be fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> like I, I always any, have sex. Like
1: I have any idea what this guy is yeah, really talking about. Yeah, what this entails. <laughs> and so anyways, this dude and his female avatar, they get on the bed. He's like, I'll show you. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) I'm like, this is really awkward. I'm like, okay. So the characters get on the bed. I lie on the bed. And like them on the bed is literally both our characters are like flat, (laughs) head facing straight up to the roof. There's no touching. We're just like flat avatars lying on the bed with our arms at our sides. And so I'm just sitting there. I'm like, hmm. And so (laughs) he keeps like typing in like his actions of like describing what he's doing because that's like how it works and so he's like ooh starts to massage your chest and just all this bullshit right and so he just starts like leading up and like building up this foreplay action going on and i haven't typed a fucking thing i'm just sitting there reading him type this shit and i'm just like huh <laughs> <Hey guys. laughs> like, like what's happening like i have no idea yeah and so eventually we get to a part where like he starts like um he starts getting a little graphic and he starts like you know it's getting hot and heavy in this hotel now
0: um and i'm still sitting there dead silent like, i just hope that nobody like joins in on this video like after you said that you're on Hamilton hotel because this sounds like people's worst nightmares like as you as you it, it sounds like it's real life it's, all, it's making me uncomfortable, no, even though I know exactly what's happening. This is the most uncomfortable story. I can't believe this was, like, every Friday, Saturday for, like, years. Like, just going into random Havel hotels with any girl you see. But sorry, sorry to derail it. I'm just okay. letting you know. I'm buttoning up my shirts a little more.
1: This is really fucking cringe. This is... This is the weird shit that yeah. happened as a, when I was a kid. Anyways, so they're getting graphic and I'm sitting there still like, I don't even know what to type. Like I hasn't even registered that I'm not participating because <laughs> I'm still trying to process what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. While still trying to conceptualize, do I even know what, like how to sex yet? No. Yeah. So like, what am I, what are we even doing here? And so <laughs> eventually they get kind of annoyed by me not participating and they're like, well, aren't you gonna do anything? And I'm just like, lol. <laughs> like, I didn't know what the fuck to say. And so I just basically, you know, like, it was a pretty, you know, anticlimactic ending. I basically was like, I just signed off. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? And that was uh, Dustin's first cyber sex experience. And uh, I'll be honest with you, that was my only cyber sex experience. I've never done that again. That yes. was fucking weird. And I was eight, grade eight
0: and. Yeah, I'll never go back to that. Cybersex yeah. <laughs> <Summer laughs> is a is a weird sounding space. I, <laughs> I especially in like the days of like the best camera you have is a webcam.
1: <laughs> like, seems a little sus. I I imagine in a modern era, there's probably so many things out there that could make that more stimulating. But oh, I yeah. I can promise you, whatever year that was, let's say that was fucking 2007 or something, 2008. It yeah. was fucking weird as yeah, shit, I and <laughs> I was so uncomfortable um and uh yeah really uh, really questionable moment in my childhood um yeah watch your kids on the internet it's,
0: yeah <laughs> it's i think it's fucked up place yeah the internet's gotten a lot it's a lot different now because like it's way there's so many more ways to get in trouble but like a lot of kids now they grow up with it so they kind of they aren't putting themselves into that awkward position where you're potentially talking to an adult most of the time they know like kind of what they're doing Whereas we were just kind of like, like at same time as a Hotel was LimeWire, so you, you go you because go, we, uh, me and uh, me and John we used to like hang out pretty much every day, go, go in his basement, go on the computer, go on LimeWire, get like Anna Sandman, all, all like whatever music, and just have that playing while we like either played games or whatever. But then you out of nowhere you download download a song and you click on it, and it's like a snuff video. It's some, <laughs> somebody's getting murdered on your screen, and you're like, What the, fuck? what the fuck's going on? Or a random porn would show up, <laughs> and it's like it's titled everything you want, and then you sit there with a fucking virus, and your whole computer shuts off so- out of nowhere.
1: Well, that just sounds like a- you're asking me for my final story of the evening oh, because God, I got one more. <laughs> Dude, one
0: more song. My mom one probably more does. My
1: pro- my mom probably doesn't want me to tell this story, but she's not here to say no. So uh, <laughs> feel it.
0: I'm 28, mom. I like, see what I want.
1: <laughs> so uh, back in the days of LimeWare, my mom was like trying to like download movies and shit because yeah. like that was a thing to do back then. Yeah. pirate movies. Um, there was one day that I come home and she's freaking out and, you know, (laughs) everyone else is just laughing. I'm like, what's going on? My mom was trying to download movies and she caught a virus and this virus took over her computer and just starts downloading like thousands upon thousands of pornos. (laughs) And it's just like, porn, porn, videos, videos. (laughs) And my mom just can't get it to stop. And I'm looking at this thing, like this computer just going off, just downloading so much porn. And I'm just like, mom, you're fucking gross. <laughs> and I just go on that, and I'm like, you're disgusting. Ew, this is the porn you watch? What are you doing? <laughs> I was just going in on my mom.
0: I was like, man, mom's yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was scary part of the internet back then, is that like at any point, everything could go wrong. Like, right? It doesn't matter if you did everything the exact same from one time to the next, something will go wrong. I think there's a realistic point to be made,
1: though. Like, it's not enough to just tell kids that there's bad people on the internet or just tell them don't go to these websites. It's, like, telling people, like, somehow, like, informing these younger people that are on the internet so much earlier about, like, what bad things that they should be looking out for that they don't want to fall victim to. Because I feel like there's so many things out there that's, like... It's one thing... You know, I say this about everything. It's one thing to be told not to do something. It's another thing to be you know, informed and un- fully understand why you don't wanna actually do that. Yeah. What is going to happen? What are the actual negative effects? Like me going on a chat room. I was told not to do it for a long time but I didn't really get it I was just told not to yeah. why you don't want me on chat because I'm not old enough that's basically the answer I was given or that at least I remembered yeah
0: you tell me no I'm gonna do it but you're telling me like there's
1: predators on there that are gonna try and trick me into hanging out with them and then when I go hang out with them I might get raped and killed okay well now I'm not gonna fucking do it yeah but you know I can understand it's a little graphic to just tell kids but like that kind of thing for like a larger spectrum of the things that can go wrong on the internet, even just like downloading shit, knowing yeah. what's actually happening and then what the negative and positive is and everything. Like, I feel like there's
0: definitely a conversation yeah. be had there with that's future that's generation. Definitely the hardest part about being a parent is like, even just to the lower level of, of like understanding pain. Like, like I said, my daughter just jumps off of shit. Like out, like, at the beginning, I would just immediately I'd catch her and like make sure she didn't hurt herself. Now, what I do is I, I catch her head, so the rest of her body hits and like she she hurts herself a little bit. But like I want her to know like, hey, if you do this. It's going to hurt if I'm not here. It's it's and this is what pain is. Like I can't explain to you why or how this is going to hurt. You have to experience it, right? And you and, don't want
1: to hit the head too hard so early. She's going
0: to be dumber whole life. Yeah, I don't want her to be a dummy. <laughs> I need I need her to have a little bit of brain. Like have a bruise whatever, but and then like as it progresses, like like when they when they start like seeing seeing guys or like liking boys. And having them like have to get their their heartbroken like you can't be like oh no you can't you can't be hanging out with them at this exact time because that's the exact time they're gonna go do it so you have to figure out ways to navigate that and that's the scary part of like just just learning how to mend or mend the uh, the, bri- the yeah bridge the gap between letting them have the experience to understand why why it hurts so much and not letting them get the experience so bad that it's. Irreparable damage. Yeah, that's it's fucking scary shit, especially with two daughters right off the bat. Like that's why I'm putting them in fighting. <laughs> Put them in fighting. I'm putting them in in like jujitsu shit when they're five, hey. and then no so gymnastics. So, just, just no MMA. gymnastics as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> like they, they can do like whatever they want, but I want them to know how to like fuck somebody up if they have to. <laughs> just be able to protect yourself.
1: Well, there you go. Welcome to our TED Talk, guys. Yeah. Um, that's all we got for today appreciate you guys sticking around hopefully this video fucking works I think I think it's yeah. gonna work this time yeah
0: we, we got a little uh, magic trick on this one so we can kind of see it still going <laughs> we would
1: uh, our rig that we have set up here is very questionable so uh, one we're, day we're getting there we're one getting day there. we'll have <laughs> when this COVID lifts and we actually can make money at our jobs yep. yeah <laughs> honestly like we'll uh, be able to afford a make camera make money
0: be able to actually see other humans yeah right we can afford an actual rig
1: that actually makes sense for us but yeah. uh, until then Peace out.